Hi everyone, hope you are well. Welcome to the U Project mini version. That's right, it's Harps sitting by himself, talking like a moron in his office with no one around. Uh, it's quite the skill. It's quite the skill to talk into your phone and try and be a little bit enthusiastic and interesting and captivating and, while well, actually being none of that, just a dickhead talking to himself. Ha! <laughs> anyway, here I am. No Melissa today, no ads today. This is going to be another little mini podcast. I'll do a few of these every now and then, but then I may not. Because I get excited about things and then I then I don't. But for right now, while things are sliding into my consciousness or awareness that I think are worth a discussion or worthy of a brief uh, potty, um, I'm going to keep doing it. And so people often ask me, Harps, they say, where do the ideas and the inspiration and the creativity come from for your whiteboard stuff, for all the posts, over 3,000 now I think on Instagram and all the thousands of stuff on thousands of things on Facebook and you know we're up to well over 200 podcasts now so for me the truth is where does it come from where do the ideas and where does the creativity and it, it comes out of it comes out of life for me it comes out of conversations it comes out of observations it comes out of experiences it comes around it comes out of being around people watching people being present, being aware. And, and also sometimes for me, it's about paying attention to what I'm being told. It's, it, and by that, I mean what's sliding into my consciousness. What am I being told to be more aware of? And interestingly, he segues into the topic. Interestingly, lately, I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people about toxic friendships. Um, excuse all that noise in the background trucks there's trucks there's birds there's dogs there's the whole shooting match today but I'm not going to charge you anymore you can have it I'm chucking it all in all of the noises in the background and me for free but back to the topic at hand I've been talking to people a lot recently more than normal a disproportionate number this is an ever an ever going an ongoing ongoing conversation really but more than normal lately around unhealthy friendships or what somebody described to me this morning as a toxic friend. And I said to this person, you know that there's no such thing as a toxic friend. That's just a person that's in your life that is toxic because friends by very definition are not toxic. And so a few things came out of that conversation that I thought I would share. And one of these, one of the things that that arose was, or that we discussed was, the difference between familiarity with somebody and knowing somebody or proximity to somebody or having something of a history with somebody and that somebody actually being a legitimate real deal friend to you. And sometimes just by virtue of the situation, the circumstance, the environment, our job or whatever, we are around people and we even get to know those people and they may not be bad people. They might be awesome people or they may not, or they might be somewhere between awesome and shit house. But just because we know somebody, that doesn't mean that they are a real friend. What does a real friend mean? Again, that's a subjective label, isn't it? But for me, you know, for me, a friendship is something that's really, really worked on and deserved and earned and I don't have, and I mean both ways, me as well. 
Like for me to be somebody's friend, I feel that is an honor and a privilege and a responsibility. And I feel naturally compelled to love and protect and care for my friends. And do I think that needs to be reciprocated 100%? Because that is what friendship is. It's about a mutually respectful, healthy, positive, supportive relationship where both people care about each other and demonstrate that care. And it's built on trust and respect and love and honesty and kindness and consistency. Friendship is about how people behave. It's not about a term. It's not about a label. Calling somebody a friend who treats you like shit is actually you sabotaging yourself. It's actually you telling the world, this is okay. This treatment of me, this treatment, this behavior towards me, this disrespectful, toxic, unhealthy, uncaring, unkind bullshit is okay where in a way, indirectly and unconsciously teaching people how to treat us. By the way, I'm no expert on this. This is, there's been next to no research done on this by me. There's been no research, only anecdotal observation evidence, uh, evidence, yeah, evidence, and I guess research in the sense of my experience. So This is not a prescription or a recommendation. These are just thoughts shared by the ex-fat kid, the motorbike riding, dumbbell curling, insecure, overthinking, periodically interesting, storytelling fucking podcast host who thinks that this is a really interesting conversation to have and thing to think about. I think one of the challenges with being insecure, which many of us are, and being lonely, which at times many of us are, and feeling disconnected, which many of us do, and feeling not enough, which many of us do, is that in an effort to be liked, loved, needed, wanted, valued, to belong, we can compromise who we are and how we are. And so sometimes A relationship is better than no relationship. I've I've literally had many people say to me, I don't want to have no friends uh, and I'd rather be in an unhealthy relationship or a three or four out of ten relationship. Somebody told me very recently uh, that she would rather be in a three out of ten relationship than no relationship at all. I'm thinking, wow. Wow. And, and because I think sometimes we feel like, and I'm not talking in a romantic sense here necessarily, I'm talking more about a friendship sense that, that we, need, we need to belong. And yes, we're social creatures and less, yes, that's the way that we're wired. But at the same time, there's healthy social and there's unhealthy social. There's healthy relationships and friendships and unhealthy friendships and relationships. So some of the questions that I ask or I think are worth asking are, does this person, picture someone in your mind now that you're thinking, I don't know, I don't know if that's, picture that person, 
that person that's maybe a bit iffy on the friendship list. And this is a question that you might want to ask yourself. Does this person genuinely love me, care for me, and does this person want the best for me? With no agenda. With no hooks, no catches, no agenda, no expectation, other than you being a good friend back. Does this person say nice things about me? Do they say nice things when I'm not looking? Do they say nice things behind my back? I feel like friendship is something that is just a term. Friend, friendship. It's a term that's misused and misunderstood. And I think sometimes it's okay to do an audit. And the audit might be something like, or the litmus test, or the questionnaire might be something like, is my life better with this person in it or out of it? And another question might be, if I have a night off to myself and some space and some time, some me time, would I rather spend that time with this person or would I rather spend it by myself or on my own? And I think when we... When we get past the point, which is not easy, I'm not saying this is easy, but where we desperately need to be wanted and connected and to belong and to be valued, we need to get out of the desperation. Wanting to be needed, wanted, loved, valued, connected, completely understandable. But being desperate for friends is the perfect way to develop unhealthy relationships. Being desperate to belong to someone or something or some group is the perfect plan for developing toxic friendships because people see that. It's my belief only, my belief, that you'll never be good enough for anyone unless you're good enough for yourself. Until you are okay on your own, you're never going to be okay in a friendship or any relationship for that matter. If your okayness is dependent on being with someone or being connected to a person, I'm not talking about a specific person now, but I'm just saying you have to have you have to have a friend at all costs or that friend at all costs then again, you're telling them that they matter more, more than you. You're telling them that it kind of doesn't matter too much how you treat me because what's more important is that we have this relationship rather than a mutual, loving, healthy, positive, supportive, caring relationship built on all the healthy stuff. I remember back in the day, I mean, way, way, way back in the day when I was at school and I was uh, I was the little fat kid not so little trying to fit in jumbo and and I wasn't there's no big tragedy there's no big sob story around this but I remember being 
you know, I had some good mates, but there was always this group. There was this group of kids that were kind of like the jocks and they were a bit cooler, a bit better looking, a bit taller, a bit more athletic, uh, a bit more known, a bit more notable, a bit more respected, a bit more everything than me. I remember for a while, I think I was in year eight, and I remember thinking, I don't know if I thought this kind of consciously or subconsciously, but I do remember wanting to belong to this little clique of about five or six dudes wanting to be accepted. I remember standing one day with this group and it was like I was like the odd one out. Everyone was laughing and talking and (laughs) I remember standing there like a complete fucking loser trying to just insert myself into the moment and insert myself into the conversation and to be whatever, a bit funny, a, a bit belonging. You know, it's like, here I am, I'm here too. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I came away, even then, I didn't really understand, obviously, behavioral psychology or the totality of what was going on in me. But I realized that I was being a dickhead. That's that's what I thought anyway. I was just being a tryhard. I was actually really quite embarrassed of what I was doing. I was always quite independent anyway, and because I was an only child and I kind of, I went home and beat myself up a little bit. And I remember consciously thinking, I'm never doing that again. I already had some other friends who were great guys as well. But I remember thinking I wanted to kind of fit in this clique because they were the cool kids. And and I know I wasn't the first person and definitely won't be the last person to do something like that at school. But it's funny because almost like the moment I went, I don't care. Now I didn't. I didn't turn my back on anyone or take on some new tough guy persona or anything, but it was almost like, I don't know if it was coincidence or it was energy or whatever, but it was almost like the moment that I stopped caring about that or trying to manifest that or to bring that into my world, to try to be liked, be popular, to be part of something that I wasn't part of, the energy around those guys and myself changed. And, you know, I was never the cool, awesome, clever one anyway, but things started to shift there. And and I noticed, even though I didn't really understand what was going on, I'm like, I remember thinking this is funny because the more I don't try, and I wasn't trying to manufacture uh like I said, a persona, I was just being myself. And I kind of got to the point where I went, well, I'm just going to be me and okay, people like me or don't like me. And if we connect or we don't connect, then it is what it is. And and I think, <clears throat> excuse me, over the years, it's been something I've had to learn how to do because, you know, since I set up my first business at 26 in the little fishbowl that I have lived in for most of my life, I've had a bit of a profile and that was 30 years ago and a bit of a profile in, you know, the little world that I created and a bit of a profile in the fitness industry in Victoria and a bit of a profile in media in Melbourne and a bit of a profile, you know, with all my social media stuff and books and shit and, you know, not by any means famous, but a bit well known. But even with all of the people that I know and all of the people that I interact with and connect with, and again, most people are somewhere between pretty good and great, to be honest. 
But in terms of people that I love, people that I really connect with, that I just want to be with and they want to be with me and it's mutual and it's awesome and I trust these people and they are loyal and amazing, for me, that's what a friend is. And again, this is all subjective, isn't it? But, but I think there are certain things that need to happen <laughs> in the space of what a friendship is. I know a lot of people. I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot of colleagues, a lot of people that I know and interact with. And the vast majority of them are good people. But they're not people that in my free time I want to hang out with. That's not good or bad. That just is what it is. Because I'm, I spend so much time interacting, connecting, talking, listening, coaching, mentoring, caring. That doesn't mean, by the way, that the people that aren't my friends, I don't care. I care about. I love people. I really love people. But when I stop being the coach, the mentor, the teacher, the role model, the author, and and I and I step away from what I feel is the responsibility to help and encourage and do all of those things. And I go, fuck, this is just me time now. I can switch off. I can relax. I can be still. I can talk. I can not talk. I can just be in the same room as this person. And what's going on or not going on doesn't fucking matter because we're friends. Those people, those people, for me, five people in the world, maybe five. And I think, you know, it's okay for us to acknowledge that you know, peaks and troughs are part of friendships, you know, where we, yeah, you might have a blue with a friend or you might have a disagreement or you might do something shitty one day, but you're not doing something shitty most days, hopefully not many days, and hopefully not them to you and you have a moment in time. I remember my best mate growing up and still my best mate, Vin. I cannot even remember what, but I remember... We had a blue in, I can't, it was in school. I cannot remember why, but there were a few months there where it was really quite <laughs> precarious. And I mean, this is the guy that I've loved like a brother since I was maybe nine years old. Still love him like a brother. But I remember we had a moment in time. But there was never a moment in that where he didn't love me or I didn't love him. I cannot even remember what it's about. I might ring him after this. But there's a big difference between having peaks and troughs in a healthy friendship and having people who run you down and backstab you and undermine you and actually don't care about you while, while uh, simultaneously pretending to be your friend. And for me, that's, that's where the issue lies, is then discerning between what is real and what is manufactured bullshit. I think I think it's important that you know that we manage our friendships with a greater level of awareness and consciousness not something you know you might listen to this and go you know what I've got four or five ace friends and it's all good or you might go there are a few people that that kind of masquerade as friends and I don't know maybe I need to spend less time with them or maybe I need to have a conversation with them or maybe I need to do a little bit of a stock take and an audit or maybe, maybe this is about you. Maybe you need to go, you know what, sometimes I'm a shit friend. And I put myself in that because there have been times when to my friends, I have not been a good friend. I'm not consciously trying to do anything to hurt them or undermine them. 
but I just realized that I've been selfish. I realized that I've been unaware. I realized that I've been unsupportive. And every time that I do that, I contact that person and I acknowledge what I've recognized and I apologize and I promise to do better. And for me, that is, that is a big part of what friendship's about. Anyway, team, love your guts. That's just me riffing on friendship. Let me know your thoughts on that. You know, maybe jump on Instagram where I've posted this little kind of promo for this or Facebook and let me know um, your thoughts. Have a great day. Love your guts. Love your friends. Be a good friend. Talk soon.